Welcome, everybody, to the business podcast where we pour out weekly business lessons week after week. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I am happy to be back on a somewhat regular schedule here. Um, It's been a hectic couple of weeks for me. Today, I want to talk about evolve or die. But first, I want to talk about my uh, brand new book that just came out, Sales Won't Save Your Business. It came back back in March. You can get, go to saleswont.com. It's all about focusing on the team, the offer, and the process. You can get it on Amazon um, in audiobook format and, and uh, as well as a digital, you know, for your Kindle or, or you know, physical copy. Anyway, what I also want to talk about real quick is that I'm putting together some live workshops for business owners here in the Northeast area, starting in the greater Philadelphia area. So if you're listening to this and you're in the greater Philadelphia area, or you want to travel to the greater Philadelphia area, uh, listen up because in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be announcing uh, the first of several live workshops that take place. Uh, my goal is to have them between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. Uh, during a weekdays, and business owners can come and learn about different topics each, uh, you know, each workshop. And if you're not able to get to the area, they will be recorded via uh, a you know video, and you'll be able to buy a virtual ticket for that workshop that took place uh, for for weeks and months and years to come going into the into the future. So I don't want to give away too too much uh, until I have the official date of the first one, but it is coming. So be on the lookout for that. So let's talk about evolve or die. It sounds kind of scary. It should be kind of scary. Uh, when it comes to business, it, it really, I, I think this is more of a reminder for a lot of business owners uh, than than like, oh, I didn't realize that, right? And and that's one of the things I wanted to, to bring to light. You know, in this journey of going back to my family's business and working on building out a franchise model and, and doing um, things that, that enable us to scale the business up, um, you know... <laughs> And I, and I feel bad for saying this. I know I alluded to it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast here. And, you know, going back to some of the business owners and, and some of the businesses that we, uh, you know, knew and loved and relied on in the past, going back to like the 80s uh, and, and, and going back to them now and saying, hey, look, we're looking to do this and this is how we want to do it and this is what we want it to be compatible with and this is how we want to get there. And then they don't have an answer. Um, it's sad, right? Like I, I feel bad because I love the people, but the problem is, is their business did not evolve with the times. It did not evolve with the technology. It did not evolve. And, and you know, to talk to some of my friends about it, and you know, they're like, "Well, you know, Joe, uh, older people. I mean, me being thirty-two, but he's like, you know, older people never had to deal." with the amount of change that has come just in the last 20 years um, and the rap, like the rapid rapid rapidity, if you will, of those changes and how fast they're coming every single day, every single week, every single year, month and year. And, and, and every couple of years, the, the, 
pace in which change is happening is so much faster than it ever was in the past. Now, I don't, you know, being um, of the tech mind and everything like that with an IT background and all, I, I don't necessarily think about things like that where it's like, oh, you know, to me, it's it's slow. Like, I grew up in the, it, it, where everything moved and what felt like a snail's pace when I look back at it now, I'm like, wow, that was really fast. Like, everything just happened. But, like, you know... When it comes to your business, looking out and making sure that you're constantly looking at the market and saying, okay, this is where the market is going. I need to adjust this. I need to offer something that's in line with this. I need to make sure that I'm at the forefront. Sometimes I have to invest money to make sure that I'm at the forefront, even when the market isn't there yet. And you're gambling a little bit, but if you, you, you know, you, you you go through the numbers, you figure it out, and make sure that the gamble is worth it. That if you you know if you lose the money and it doesn't work out, that <clears throat> you know it's not the end of the world. And and like um, one example would be uh, you look at like Blu-ray versus HD DVD, or you know VHS versus Betamax, or in the case going back to I don't know if it was like 2008 or so, 2007 2008. Uh, or maybe it was 2012. I'm not sure. Anyway, just going back like a handful of years ago, they, uh, mandated in the heavy duty industry that, that all new trucks had to have these, you know, these diesel trucks had to have these DPF filters, uh, diesel particular filters. And it was like, Oh, well, how do you clean those things? Cause they, they do like a regen thing. It gets really hot and it bakes out all the soot instead of the soot going out into the atmosphere. And, the idea was like, okay, well, they have these machines, and this machine's going to cost X amount of dollars. But the thing was, when we bought into this machine, there was no, you know, market for it yet. The market was literally just starting that year, and we weren't sure how long it was going to take to get our money back out of a machine that would clean these things. And and to me, to me, it made a lot of sense. Like, okay, we're going to invest this money. You know, trucks put on, you know, tons of mileage, hundreds of thousands of miles. Uh, sometimes a year, and if if that's the case, that's then they're going to go through these filters and need them clean like pretty rapidly. So for me, it was like, okay, well, th- if this is a mandated thing, it's going to stay mandated. Then investing, you know, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars is not that big of a deal because it's something that's going to be mandated. It's going to be here, and it's not going to necessarily look like it's going to change, you know, three years from now. And we'll at least be able to get our money out of it. And if it does stay, then we're the people that people are coming to because we're the one, we're the first ones on the you know to market with it and to to be able to promote it in such a way. Now, another example of that is uh, Royal Farms just came you know is coming big into the Philly area. And talking to my one friend uh, Mike, who just bought it, got a Tesla the other uh, like a week ago, got his Model Three, and talking to him, he's like, "Well, you know, these Royal Farms are trying to put um, the the electric uh, chargers in the, at their places, and it's like, well, yeah, the the market for it is still very small, but the idea is that if you get known for it, then it could be it could become something that becomes a game changer down the line." So it's a, it's a bit of a gamble because we we don't fully know that we're definitely all going to be electric cars and vehicles and everything, um, you know, in just a couple short like two or three or four years. 
especially because cars are a big purchase and you know it'll be a long time before everybody gets one but um or whatever the technology is but but it hopefully you know for their sake if if that's the case if it's battery you know they have the chargers there and to step up to the plate and invest that that kind of money uh that it costs to to do these electric chargers is is impressive um even if it's a slow rollout so you know, getting in front of it, getting known for it, enables you to evolve and be ahead of the curve and get known for those types of things um, and be synonymous with it rather than p- trying to play catch up after the fact. Um, it, that's that's the whole thing. So unless they come, you know, unless like, oh, wow, I was like, oh, well, we have chargers that take a quarter of the time or half of the time or sometimes even, you know, maybe just 75% faster could make all the world a difference when you start talking about like, oh, it takes 20 minutes to charge your battery. Well, you know, 75% of that is a, is a pretty, you know, substantial time off if you start adding that up because you're rapidly, regularly getting charges from there. If, if that ends up being the case or if you're just charging from your house and you're using it for your daily commute and all that, it's, it, it all it all depends. But my point being is, is that if you are looking to find, you know, what's the next big thing that you can invest money in and set money aside and, and roll the dice on it, you know, I, I think that's what you constantly need to be looking at um, to to figure out, like, where's the market going to go and how can I evolve and, and be ahead of the curve um, so that we don't fall behind and people aren't looking at us like, oh, why don't we have this and why don't we have that and why don't we offer this instead? Like, oh, I'm not offering this. I send people to you know, a friend of mine, or I send, you know, people to, um, to, to this other business because they handle that kind of thing. You know, that's the, where you need to be looking to, to expand into, um, and, and see what kind of money and what kind of effort and what kind of people and what kind of tools or what kind of whatever it is that you need, that's going to get you there and then decide if, if it's worth it. Um, and if your business started to go away, how detrimental that would be if you know oh i'm not a you know i'm not conforming to the technology change um but in like 10 years you know five to ten years from now people aren't even going to be looking for my technology in in mass so now i'm i'm effectively working my way out of business that's that's not good. That's what we don't want for you, and that's what I don't want for you. So I, I want you to just take a take a take a little bit of time, you know, do some research and think about some things that you can do with your business to to get ahead of the curve and uh, and and just evolve, so you don't wind up um, artificially putting yourself out of business. All right, so. Uh, like I said at the beginning of this episode, this episode is brought to you by my relatively brand new book, Sales Won't Save Your Business, Focus on the Top, which stands for Team, Offer, and Process. You can get it at Amazon. Uh, as you know, Just go to saleswont.com. It'll take you right to Amazon to buy the audio book, digital, or the paperback. And coming up soon, in the next week or so, I should be announcing the first of many live workshops I'll be running. Um, they'll be like an hour and a half to two hours answering questions and and really uh, working out these uh, different topics that I'm really passionate about and, I, and I'm really 
consider myself an expert at to, to be able to offer the type of advice and the type of direction that is needed. If you're interested in that, be look be on the lookout for, for a link to, to get on it. And if you can't make it, there will be a virtual ticket for it. I hope you all have a great week ahead. If it's not going great, make it great. Dig deep because it's when you're the most stressed out and you're the most out of your mind. Everything's just going wrong and you feel like you're being strangled. That's when you have to be, you have to dig deeper and you got to find your greatness. You got to find your super. This is Super Joe Pardo wishing you a happy week ahead. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Business Podcast featuring Super Joe Pardo. Get more business content at superjoepardo.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Business Podcast, send an email to joe at superjoepardo.com. The Business Podcast is copyrighted to 234 Solutions, LLC.